the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Buckle up and settle in for a full hour of automotive mayhem with the real car guy, master technician, Mark Salem, where the only two things we can't fix is a broken heart and the crack of dawn. To talk to Mark, call 602-508-0960. That's 602-508-0960. Now, once again, here's Mark. Well, good morning, everybody. Four minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. It's Memorial Day 2021. And we want to start off by honoring all of those that have served in the military that had, have helped protect the United States of America in any way, shape, or form, whether it's um, carrying a gun or doing intelligence, which is why I didn't go into the intelligence division and all the other stuff that goes along with the military serving your country. On that note, real quick, the Vietnam War was going really strong when my draft number came up, and my principal at my high school, Jim Osmond, was the president, or the big dog, I don't know what they call it, of the draft board. (laughs) And there was numerous times when I was in his office facing disciplinary actions that he looked me in the eye and he said, you're going to go to Vietnam and become a man. Well, two things are important. Nixon called the draft just before I was to be inducted. And number two, in spite of um, that, it's still questionable whether I can be considered a man as opposed to a boy. Nevertheless, to all of you from that era, like I said, 72, low draft number on my way, called the draft just before I was to go. Be, and at that point, they wouldn't let you join the Coast Guard or the Army or the Navy, the Mar- Air Force, the Marines. It was just everybody was being drafted. So um, thank you for all of you that served in my place and in my family's place. Thank you for all of you. Thank you for all of you for take, <clears throat> taking a, um, from a small amount of time to a large amount of time of your of your time and your life to serve in the military. And I know that I have lots of military families that do business with me and I'm always honored by that just I'm just honored by the business that uh, they trust clearly trust us to do work on their car and, and I'm grateful for that in addition to that um, we have a truck on the road that's a, a Dodge truck and it's it's uh, been wrapped in the American flag and in the back window it says God bless Vietnam veterans that belongs to our family that's in honor of the veterans who fought in my place so there's a circle about that. Not too long ago, I was at Walmart in um, Payson, and uh, I get sometimes when I drive the truck, I get lots of compliments. And so there was a gentleman standing there, and he says, "I really like your truck." And I said, "Well, thank you very much. It's in honor of the Vietnam veterans, which is my error." And he says, "Well, I like this thing in the back window." And again, it says, "God bless Vietnam veterans." And I said, "Well, thank you." And he says, "But I don't, I don't, I don't. I think you should change it." And I said, oh, okay. And he goes, I think it should just say, God bless veterans. And I said, no, that would be appropriate. But but this truck is in honor of the Vietnam veterans. 
and and I'm not drawing the line between them and World War II and stuff, but this is it's a personal message to them for serving in my place. And he says, "Well, I don't really think your excuse is valid. I think you should get rid of the Vietnam." And I said, "Well, there is one other reason why um, that won't happen." And he goes, "Why?" And I said, "It's because it's my truck." <laughs> I had to walk away because I didn't. I I couldn't tell what was going to happen next. Nevertheless, um, it is important to my family that you know that if you served in the military, no matter what generation you served in. We are especially grateful for your uh, sacrifices. And and then in addition to that, to the veterans um, that served in Vietnam, in and around Vietnam, when I was supposed to go, but they called the war and they were evacuating Hanoi on the day I was supposed to turn myself in and that didn't happen because they wouldn't take me. So nevertheless, thank you for all the veterans. Thank you for all those that uh, made the ultimate sacrifice as well. 602-508-0960. If you have a car question or car problem, now's the time to call in because the lines are wide open. Gil is my engineer. He's the one that makes the show sound as good as it does. He's the one that tells me when to take my break at 17 minutes after the hour and not 22 minutes after the hour. Sometimes he uses bad words, but I'll spare you sharing those with you. 602-508-0960. Folks, um, right now our industry, the repair industry, is kind of in flux. And this is all Mark's opinion. It is my opinion that our repair industry is really struggling for a variety of reasons. But the biggest reason, the overwhelming reason, is, is the new cars and their maintenance schedules. You don't have to hardly do anything to your car except change the oil maybe, maybe 10 times in the first 100,000 miles. Most all the new cars have a synthetic oil, which has a 10,000-mile oil change. Now, some of them call 8,000, some of them 10, some of them 12s. I think Mercedes is 15. So you you, you got a little window there. But let's just assume that you drive 10,000 miles a year, 12,000 miles a year. You're only going to change your oil once a year. And that's going to have an impact on our sales because keep in mind, in the old days, we used to see you every 3,000 miles. And you'd come in, and we'd do an oil change, and then we'd rotate your tires every other oil change and when we had the tires off to rotate the tires we would look at your brakes and we do your hoses and your belts at about 30 to 50 we do your spark plugs sometimes at 10 and at 20 we'd service your transmission every 20 to 30,000 miles we'd flush your cooling system every other year we got to do a lot of work to your car and as a result of that business was good and hopefully you'll agree that most of our our repair industry behave themselves Today is different. Today is way different. I'm not likely to see you but once a year. That's it. Once a year. You come in and if you follow your owner's manual, and and those are the key words, follow your owner's manual. Don't follow what anybody says, including Mark Salem. Follow your owner's manual. So I might see you once a year, and I'm going to change your oil and filter, and that's going to be somewhere in the vicinity of $100 to $150 because synthetic oil is expensive. And I'm going to check your belts and your hoses and your tires and your fluids, which is what we should do. And I'm going to look over for anything that is the is in the beginning stages of a problem. But I don't get to see it three or four times a year anymore. And as a result of that, my industry is coming up with all kinds of gimmicks and and nifty, tricky ideas to get you in. For instance, free oil changes. You really don't believe that someone's going to give you an oil change that has a retail value of 100 to 150 dollars 
give it to you free unless there's some kind of a hitch in the giddy-up. You know what I mean? It's going to be a situation where a free oil change brings you in and oftentimes the free oil change interval in miles is completely different than what your manual says. So in order for you to get a free oil change, you've got to come in every 3,000 miles. I don't know if that makes sense. So we're going to take an oil that goes 10,000 miles, 12,000 miles, and in some cases 15,000 miles. And I'm talking about all oils. Just different car manufacturers have different stopping points or different oil change intervals. So let's just call it 10. I don't have to use all those stupid numbers. So at 10,000 miles, I'm going to call you in. And uh, what? The idea is is that they're going to shorten that version to three, four, five, six, seven thousand. They're going to bring you in early. And I get to chew on your wallet because you have a free oil change. So you're going to bring your car in pretty religiously, but I get a shot at you. I get to chew on your wallet. I get to sell you lots of stuff because my bays are empty and because my bays, we don't have this. We're not even selling the oil that we used to. It's just that. So recognize it for what it is. And, and I can assure you, and you, those of you that are listening to me right now and have a free oil change, da-da-da, you know I'm telling the truth because just about every time you come in, you get, it could be a soft sell where I've listed on your repair manual what you should plan for, da-da-da, um, and this much money, da-da-da, and this much money. Or it could be a phone call that says, you know what, you're due for this, or we saw this, but it's an opportunity to just graze on your wallet and pay a small membership fee to get you in here. So you've become my marketing company. You bring your car in religiously. And the real sin is is somebody puts an oil that's supposed to go 10,000 miles and puts a call on your door sticker of 3,000 miles. That's, that's, t- that's a terrible waste of natural resources, number one. And number two, it's, it's, it borders on criminal intent as far as I'm concerned, and I'm not a lawyer, so correct me if I'm wrong. The idea is is that we're doing something that's not in the best interest of our customer. And as a result of that, we're, we're really padding our wallet at your expense. So recognize those things as you see them and as you're faced with them. Gil, you got somebody? Yes, sir. We got Arthur. Arthur, good morning. Hey, good morning to you, sir. Hey, um, Mark, I appreciate your show. I've, I've chatted with you before. You've given me great advice. Uh, the best advice you gave me was sending me over to Action Auto <coughs> in Deer Valley. Um, so I got a 2010 Toyota Sienna still. <laughs> and um, this is kind of a tough one. My, they're electric sliding doors. Okay. <coughs> and they have for the most part, ground to a, a halt. I, uh, I I am not a mechanical guy, but I, you know, I did the, the thing, went on YouTube and saw somebody uh, replace, you know, the track and such, went to do that, and it's, uh, didn't, I'm not sure if it's worse or, or better, but uh, it's about the same. Uh, took it over to Tom at Action Auto, and he says, you know, this, this is just such a pain in the, you know what, we don't really like touching it. Go over to uh, one of the other fellows you recommend on 19th Avenue Collision Place on uh, 19th and uh, Deer Phoenix, Valley. Phoenix Body Works. Yep, walked in, told them, and they say, nope, it's too much of a pain in the ass. Take it to the dealer. 
And excuse me for saying that bad word. Anyway, um, and um, the dealer, you know, all they wanted to do was they wanted it for about half a day just to determine what was wrong with it. And um, you know, I just was not willing to pay pay for that. And I'm just wondering if you know someone who doesn't mind, you know, uh, monkeying with that kind of stuff. Okay. Well, you're not going to pay for monkeying. Um, it's it's don't 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 use that word because because okay. you don't want to open the door for the monkeying charges. Well, that's what I, I already did that. Okay. Um, it, he, here's here's what's going on behind the scenes. Nobody wants to do that because it's a no-win situation. You don't really know what the final price is until you got the thing half apart. And then when you give the customer an estimate that couldn't be anywhere from a five hundred to a thousand dollars, they're not going to be happy. But it's already torn apart. You've already got the door, the door panel, you got the the track out of it, you got the motors out of it, you got the sensors out, you got all of it. But in order to test everything, you have to do all of that. So nobody wants to be the bearer of bad news. And shame on you for even having a Sienna eleven years after it was made. Shame on you. That just shows that your 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 uh, the connection between one ear and your other ear is, is somehow fragmented. This little this little car just keeps going, bud. I know. I know. I'm, Toyotas are good. This we're talking about a Sienna. We're not talking about Toyotas in general. We're talking about a Sienna. So you you just have if if you're shopping price and you want to know the estimate before they open up the door. If you're looking for a deal, you, you, no one wants that. And in right. and I doubt very seriously if you presented that presentation to those guys. But um, I and I don't know. So the answer to your question is is go by Kurtz. Here's what I want you to say if you come to my shop. My door's messed up. I know you're going to have to take it apart. I know you're going to have to do a lot of diagnosis. Um, give me an estimate. My number would be a thousand because I like to be higher than low. <laughs> so uh, no. if I come in at seven fifty, I'm a hero. So mm-hmm. my number would have been a thousand bucks, and I'll call you if it's more. Just depends. Then sometimes mm-hmm. you've got some welding to do, and there might be some paint that needs to be painted again. So you've got all these different moving parts for this 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 big problem that really nobody, everybody that's already been, we've all been stepped on already. So nobody yeah. wants it, but Kurtz Auto, at, uh, call Bell, they're at Bell on I-17, call Kurtz, talk to Eric. Yeah. Okay. And and then also call Blackwell at 40th and Greenway and tell him, said Mark Salem said, you don't have a prayer in hell on fixing this anyway, but he, <laughs> he recommended both of you. All righty. Okay, all right. sir. Thank you all very right. much. Good. You bet. Good luck to you. Six zero two five zero eight zero nine sixty. The lines are wide open. There's five of them, and we'll be right back. Phoenix Body Works is a family-owned and operated collision repair facility that opened in 1982. That's over 35 years ago, helping family and friends with their collision repair needs with unparalleled honesty, integrity, and quality. We have grown into the finest collision repair facility in the Valley of the Sun. We are located on 19th Avenue, one half block north of Deer Valley Road. We're open Monday through Friday. 7.30 a.m. to 5 p.m. and on Saturdays from 9 a.m. to 12 noon for estimates. Give us a call at 623-582-1434 or visit our website at www.phxbodyworks.com, view our YouTube video, or read our Yelp reviews. Remember, it's your vehicle and you decide who repairs your vehicle, not the insurance company. We work with all insurance companies on your behalf and eliminate the stress of dealing with the repairs. 
We are not beholden to the insurance company. At Phoenix Body Works, we work for you. According to the National Institutes of Health, 30% of hospital admissions in older adults are drug-related, like taking meds at the wrong time. Hero Health simplifies medication management. The smart device stores up to 90 days worth of up to 10 different pills. It dispenses them at the push of a button. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days and get free contactless delivery. Just call 800-420-7550. That's 800-420-7550. 800-420-7550. Hero. Medication managed. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. On the next episode of Recipes for Disaster. So we've got our neighbor Paul coming over tonight for a barbecue, which is why I prepared a delicious lemon rosemary steak marinade for my special collection of old family recipes. To make sure the steaks are extra, extra, extra tender, I left them marinating out on the counter overnight, just like Nana used to. Maria may mean well, but without food safety, it never ends well. Always thaw or marinate foods in the refrigerator at 40 degrees Fahrenheit or below. Or you could make your friends and family really sick. Maria's neighbor Paul didn't think twice about the steak he ate until he was presenting his company's financial forecast to the board. That's when a sudden bout of food poisoning made it explicitly clear that profits weren't the only thing on the rise. Watch Recipes for Disaster at foodsafety.gov. You'll learn the right steps as Maria does everything wrong. Brought to you by the USDA, HHS, and the Ad Council. 21 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. My name is Mark Salem, 602-508-0960, 602-508-0960. Automatic Transmission Exchange has been fixing transmissions in the Phoenix area since 1968, and Phil's been there the entire time. Whether it's a vibration, a leak, it doesn't shift right, it shifts too late, it shifts too early, my transmission light is flashing no matter what you got, 40th Street in Washington, Automatic Transmission Exchange would be the place I'd make an appointment and have them take a look at it. Greg, you're up. How can I help you? Hey, Mark. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I was just listening to your show, and I looked up at my, uh, I've got a a 2015 uh, Durango RT, and uh, it's, I just wanted to maybe share what I called the car manufacturer, the uh, place that did the oil change, and asked them how long ago, and I was like 10000 is when I had my oil changed. And they said, well, we recommend you do it at 5. I said, why? He says, because the car companies want you to buy a new car, and they don't care. <laughs> um, oh, God. It, why, did you, why didn't you call last? All you've done is wad my underwear up so tight. Not at you. Thank you for doing that. They want you to buy a new car. Well, this is my answer to that stupid statement. I'm standing up. The I name, agree. The, my veins in my neck are out. Let me explain. Cars of today are going three and four and 500,000 miles. I remember in the 60s and 70s and into the 80s, if you did a motor between give or take 100, give or take 25,000 from 100. You did a motor. They were leaking oil severely. They were hazardous. Everything about them. Today, we don't even touch the motors unless the driver damages it by overheating and running low on oil. We don't even touch the motors till three, four, five hundred thousand miles. I have so many cars in my fleet right now that are in the three and four and five hundred thousand miles. That's a lie. That's a weak excuse. It's stupid to even say that and try to digest it. 
The reason they right. put 5,000, it serves them, not you. You got an oil that's second to no oil in the history of the automobile engine. The manufacturer of the oil and the manufacturer of the car says that'll do 10,000 miles. Here's the downside. I hope people check their oil every once in a while. I just hope they do, because mm-hmm. at the ad market, you're a court low, and after that, we get into a kind of a danger zone. But here's the good news. We're not replacing engines that come in that are C-solid because mama or daddy didn't check, change, check the oil. We're not seeing those. So that's because some of the newer model cars, if not all of them, they have a low oil light that'll come on and tell you, hey, stupid, stop and put some oil in me. So those kinds of excuses, oh, you live in Phoenix, we're different than the manual says. Oh, no, it's not in your best interest to do that because too much water is ends up in your engine oil. And no, they say that, but it, we don't know what part of the country they really meant. That's what I hear. Oh, Greg, I'm never going to forgive you. Never. <laughs> well, hey, I hung up on him, I'm pretty, you know. Because I knew better, too. I just wanted to share it with you. Cause it, to the list. But where in, uh, I just moved to um, Bell in the 101, basically, Frank Lloyd right in the 101. Mm-hmm. Do you have any trusted advisors there that, do you, you know, car places? Yeah, um, Blackwell Auto at 40th and Greenway. Tom Blackwell, 40th, I've okay. known him for 20, 25 years. He's real principled. He works on old cars, vintage cars, motorhomes, and then family cars and trucks and everything else. He, the only thing he doesn't work on is anything that brays or moves. And uh, and other than that, he'll, he he told me the other day, you got to stop saying that because I work on Broncos. And I said, everybody works on Broncos. They're a Ford. So anyway, um, thank you for that. Thank, thank you for I will right. laugh. All right. Making me laugh. <laughs> well, they just want you to change it. Do it at 5,000. We recommend 5,000. Well, who are you? Wouldn't you really want to know my driving habits? Do I just drive to the liquor store three times a day, which is a mile away? Is that the totality of the miles breathe, on my Mark, car? Breathe, breathe. Breathe. I'm sorry. I, you know, this is going to be one of those shows. I can just tell you. Do I, do I drive from um, uh, Casa Grande <laughs> to Prescott every day? <laughs> To work in <laughs> you would think <laughs> you would <laughs> you you have to ask questions in order to put someone in a box. You just can't unilaterally. Everybody with a red car is stupid. How's that? That's about as stupid as what he, Greg just heard by saying, "Oh, well, we recommend five thousand miles because they just want to sell you a new car, like they're going to wear out day after tomorrow." If you bought a car that's going to wear out day after tomorrow, then call me and tell me that, <laughs> because we'll do a commercial for that <laughs> car maker saying she said <laughs> that car's a piece of yeah yeah yeah. Oh, breathe, breathe, Paul. I'm going to do my best to handle your question, but don't you dare bring up what somebody else said, Paul. Go ahead. Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. You're welcome. Uh, My question involves tires. Okay. I have noticed on a given stretch of road that as my tires aged, they got noisier, a bunch noisier, especially coming up to a stop. Uh, I don't see any evidence of bubbles, separations, or anything like that. Uh, The tires are now about 80% worn. And I'm ready to throw them away just because of the noise. Is is this a common problem, or is this a characteristic of my car or the tires? No, it's a common problem, but m- most people have their radio and their air conditioning on so loud that they don't hear it. But I can, I think I can explain in a scientific way. Number one, 
the, the rubber itself, the compound itself, the very strongest portion of the tread is at the bottom of the sipes of the grooves. So as you get closer to there, you get more noise. Another thing is, is the first, the first third of the tire's life, we may not have all of the tread on the roadway. So we're starting to wear the middle a little bit, and then we have the entire tread hit the roadway. There's a lot of things that can happen. You can try different brands. I don't think that you'll be successful. I think you ought to stick in the top three or four brands. But to get rid of them just because of the noise, you don't have to. They're not unsafe. This is not a, a tendency or a problem related to a failure of a tire. Another thing that I want to know is is when you rotate them, do you cross-rotate them side to side? Because that will change the direction of, of, of rotation. And oftentimes that will create a noise after we do it. We're really supposed to just take the fronts off the front and put them on the back and the backs on the fronts. And oftentimes we'll create a noise because the fronts are going to wear the outside edges where the back tires wear nice and square. So we, when you turn right, you lean that right front tire over on the outside edge, and we wear that edge a little bit more. That's why we rotate the tires is because the outside edge of the front of the tires need to be put on the back, or the fronts need to be put on the back, and then we put the back to the front. So I don't think this is life-threatening. I don't think it's related to the kind of tires you have because we sell all kinds of tires, and we hear this. And I'll the tell other, you that. Go ahead. Uh, <clears throat> the other thing, excuse me for butting in. The other question I have related to this, uh, longer term, why can't we still run our old nylon tires? Remember the old days? They thumped in the morning, but I don't remember them getting noisy. Uh, Can you still get a tire like that? No, uh uh-uh. No, you know, you you can't. And, um, yeah, I understand completely what you're saying, but to go back to nylon tires would be like putting... Um, stagecoach tires on the new Corvettes. It, it just wouldn't work. But anyway, stay right there if you have another question. We'll be back right after this. Did you know Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs? Andy Val, the dad, and his sons, Tom and Paul, operate Rain Tree Auto Body in North Scottsdale. They've been around since 1972. Sure, they fix Kias and Hondas and Chevys and Fords, but they are rated the best for their ability to correctly repair the Mercedes-Benz. Remember, Rain Tree Auto Repair is ranked number one in the entire United States by Mercedes-Benz for their repairs. They have a machine called the Select Bench. It's the same jig they assemble your car on. Raintree can put your car back to its pre-loss condition with 100% accuracy. Raintree Auto Repair is a BBB member with a plus rating. Raintree Auto Repair provides free estimates and they'll give you a lifetime warranty on all paint and bodywork. They use the best glasserate paint and it's waterborne paint so it has no environmental effect. For more information, stop by RaintreeAutoBodyInc.com. Mattress Firm's best Memorial Day sale ever and soon. Right now, save up to $500 on our top-rated brands when you get a king bed for the price of a queen or a queen for a twin. Plus, get a free adjustable base when you spend $699 on Sealy or save up to $500 on Tempur-Pedic adjustable mattress sets. Shop America's best brands confidently with our low-price guarantee. Hurry into Mattress Firm. Offer valid with qualifying purchase. Restrictions apply. Valid at participating locations only. For offer details, visit mattressfirm.com sale. 
This is Carol Platt-Lebow for townhall.com. One of America's most cherished national traditions is the peaceful transfer of power. That's what made the violence in our capital on January 6th so appalling and wrong. Yet it is also appalling and wrong to exploit this shameful episode for political gain. That's what the Biden administration is doing by using the events of January 6th to advance a specious narrative that our country's greatest security threat is domestic terrorism by white supremacists. Hard evidence of such violent extremism is entirely lacking, aside from the imaginations of the left-wing fever swamp. Yet the Biden administration is combing the military for alleged extremism. It may even be open to contracting with outside firms to track online chatter in ways that would otherwise be unconstitutional. Sadly, it's become customary to distrust one's political opponents, but it's wrong and beneath the office of the president to demonize them and drive our national divisions even deeper. I'm Carol Platt-Lebauer. Hey, there he is. How's it going? I'm having a stroke. Are you going to shake my hand or what? I'm having a stroke. Wow, you're not even moving your arm. I'm having a stroke. Are you okay? I'm having a stroke. Your face looks weird, too. I'm having a stroke. Are you having a seizure or something? I'm having a stroke. When someone is having a stroke, they may not be able to say it with words, but their body language will tell you loud and clear. I'm having a stroke. You just need to know the sudden signs. Look for FAST, F-A-S-T, F, face drooping, A, arm weakness, or S, speech difficulty, then T, time. Time to call 911 immediately, because the sooner they get to the hospital, the sooner they'll get treatment, and that can make a remarkable difference in their recovery. Know the sudden signs, face, arm, speech, time. Spot a stroke fast. Visit strokeassociation.org. Brought to you by the American Stroke Association and the Ad Council. In a divided world, we can all agree children should not have to pay the highest price for adults' mistakes. Without a champion, they will and they do. Care Portal is helping change that in Arizona. Care Portal connects church, state, and community for the benefit of local children and families in crisis. Learn more at careportal.org. That's C A R E. P-O-R-T-A-L dot O-R-G. Welcome back, everybody. 34 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here at your service every Saturday right here on 960 The Patriot talking about car and car repair problems. I'm trying to calm myself down. This The first 30 minutes of this show has been rather tumultuous, and, and it's not your fault, and it's, it's just I object to what, um, you are representing they said to you when they shouldn't let me just clear this up your owner's manual is the default whatever your owner's manual says i don't care what mark salem says i don't care what the dealer says or the chain stores or the private guy or the fleet guy or the guy at the auto parts or what mr google is now don't forget google when you google something there about cars there's a guy named fred in a federal penitentiary in new hampshire and he's the one that's answering your question and he has about as good a chance of helping you fix your car your lawnmower than i do if i had blinders on and you stuck a uh, a uh, tennis ball in my mouth so it's just not something that you're likely to get larry harker's auto on the other hand at 38th avenue in indian school is a great place and i'll tell you why they are tremendous diagnosticians, and Bob and Ellen are very honest people, and they're well aware of what your owner's manual says. 
So if you live in that area of 38th Avenue and Indian School, Harker's been around since 1967. And if you don't have a shop, I'd like you to try them for an oil change or something simple and see how you how they treat you. Let's go to the phones. Bill, you're up first. How can I help you? Hey, hey, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, 2015 Ford Fiesta, uh, small little sedan, the struts on the back are shot. Where do I take it? Um, what part of town are you in? I'm in uh, North Phoenix, basically 7th Street, Loop 101. Okay. Action Auto is at Deer Valley and I-17. Okay. And Tom can do that. And then Kurtz is at, I, at Bell and I-17. Kurtz is with a C. Um, how many miles are on the Fiesta? Uh, just over 100,000. And do you, do you notice a deterioration of the ride quality, or are you doing it because you're looking at the odometer? Nah, definitely uh, the back end is a little bit squirrely on uh, pavement seams at freeway speed. So, okay, it got um, it it got diagnosed maybe a year ago when I was taking it somewhere else with uh, some maintenance items, but that facility unfortunately missed some uh, basic items on a belts and hose repair. So I kind of decided to look elsewhere. Okay, and 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 let me let me tell you why I ask you that. Shocks and struts are very lucrative. They're really time-consuming. There's an alignment that's going, on, going to go on at the end. Oftentimes, there's going to be shims that we're going to have to install or adjustments we're going to have to install in order to get the back end to be straight up and down and following the front. So this whole idea about rather than you go and, and say, I'm going to work off this guy's diagnosis, I think you would take it to one of those guys and have them take a ride with you and ask them to just feel what it feels like when when the strut goes bad there's a there's a, a, a very obvious bounce after you get one bounce you get a <laughs> so you get more than just one a lot of us old gray-haired guys can just bounce the back end by ourselves and and look at it and feel it and we can get it up in the air and if they're not leaking oil and they're not gas struts and the springs are okay and the, the spring saddles which are rubber are okay and all the bushings are okay you've got a hundred thousand miles okay yeah, the um, probably the main symptom is that the, the back end at highway speed kind of just goes wherever it wants to. Okay, is it going left to right or north and south? Uh, it's going left and right. Okay, well, why wouldn't that be lower control arms at the beginning? Why wouldn't be we looking uh, at the suspension? Yeah, I don't. Um, Let me. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. Just, like I, okay. Yeah, do this. So, I'll, so yeah, I'll, I'll take it to one of those places you uh, talk to me about and just have oh. them uh, either ride with me or take it for a ride themselves and see what they say. Well, you can do this, too. If you know where you can make it happen, get somebody to follow you. Get your neighbor. Get your wife. Whatever. And say, okay, honey, you're on the phone. Honey, the, everything's fine in the car. Look at the back tires. Are they going straight up and down, north and south? They're not going left and right, and the back of the car is following the front of the car. Okay, honey, I'm hitting the dirt road, or I'm hitting the road where this happens. What's going on, honey? And she says, oh, well, the back end of the car is going left and right a couple of inches. Well, that's quite different than struts. So with two guys, two senior guys, and if you could say, okay, you got to do this to make it happen, 
we could do that. But don't don't spend money because you hope that it's going to work. Because I want to tell you something. The odds of you successfully fixing some problem with rear struts are pretty slim and none. Other than of an obvious movement that shouldn't be there or, an, or a noise like a thump, which means a bad bushing or something like that. Anyway, thank you very much. Jim, you stay right there because you're going to be first. I promise we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. The voices that speak for you at your fingertips anytime. Prager, Gorka, Elder, Kirk, and more. Live on the 960 The Patriot app. You can listen to The Patriot in many different places. But with The Patriot app, you get access to your favorite shows live. Patriot podcasts. One click to The Patriot website or to call the station. And you can even set an alarm to wake up to 960. Download the app today on your app store. 960 The Patriot app. The voice that speaks for you. This week in the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt, brought to you in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. The media now admits COVID may have originated in a Wuhan lab. It obviously didn't come from the food market. That was a cover-up from the very beginning. Join us for our program. Sign up for our podcast at townhallreview.com. Sundays at 7 p.m. on KKNT 960 The Patriot. Take the Patriot with you wherever you go. The 960 The Patriot mobile app. Your Alexa, TuneIn, iHeart, and Radio.com. It's your voice of reason 24-7. I'll pick you up after school. Okay, I got it. It's easy to take a day for granted. You and your family are connected by routine, and you stick to it. But what if a disaster strikes without warning? What if life as you know it has completely turned on its head? What if your day's routine is disrupted and you can't reach your family? Have you planned for that? Before a disaster turns your family's world upside down, it's up to you to be ready. Get a kit. Make a plan. Be informed. Today. Learn how at www.ready.gov. Ready.gov. This message brought to you by the Federal Emergency Management Agency and the Ad Council. America, welcome home the brave. The brave men and women who serve their country are coming home. Home to their cities and towns. Home to their mountains and valleys. Home to their families and friends. Home to America. Some of these warriors are coming home with wounds you can see, and some with wounds you can't see, like post-traumatic stress disorder. Wounded Warrior Project was created to provide the support these wounded veterans need to ensure their return to America is well-adjusted and successful. But we need your help to ensure that our mission is a success. Help us honor and empower these wounded warriors. Contact us at findwwp.org. America, welcome home the brave. So, you know, I'm a dog, and I'm kind of new to this family, but I've noticed a trend. My humans do this thing where they go around and get all my toys and hide them in this basket, but it's always the same basket, and it's always the same place. And then they act so surprised when I find them, but I'm like, hello? That's where you put it last time. Humans are the worst at hide-and-go-seek. A person is the best thing to happen to a shelter pet. 
Be that person. Adopt. Brought to you by the Ad Council and the ShelterPetProject.org. You don't need to get a second job as a stuntman to save money. We need a new stuntman. You just need FeedThePig.org. Don't get left behind. Get tips and tools at FeedThePig.org. Brought to you by the American Institute of CPAs and the Ad Council. A place where powerful ideas and principles thrive every day. 960 The Patriot. 43 minutes after the hour of 10 o'clock. Mark Salem here at 602-508-0960, where it's a car show. We're talking about car, your car. Questions about this is what I was told or this is what I needed to know or how do I fix this problem, those kinds of things we can usually help you. The reason why this show isn't about my shop is because this show is about you. I'm not here to thump my chest and tell you how great I am and that you all should do business with me. I'm here to help you and guide you. And if it's guide you to another shop, that's how I'm happy to do that. Anyway, 602-508-0960. Jim, thank you for holding. How can I help you? Hi, Mark. Thanks for taking my call. Okay. I have a 2014 Ram 1500, and I tow a, about a 5,000-pound trailer. And with this model, I don't know why they did this, it has a 26-gallon gas tank. And so, you know, going up the big climbs and stuff like that, I might get eight miles of the gallon, maybe seven miles of the gallon. So I'd like to basically put on a bigger tank. There seems to be plenty of room to put on a second tank or maybe replace the first one. Uh, they also offer, I couldn't find it when I bought it, the same truck that I have with a 35-gallon. So I guess I'm just wondering, what's the trade off between – maybe that – I was thinking that might be the easiest, to just basically get a 35 yeah, replace my 26, but anyway, I thought, get your thoughts on that. Okay, okay. Um, I don't know that we have ever done that, and, and, and I'm, I'm scared about the putting in a bigger tank because of the modifications of maybe the exhaust or the drive train or a cross member or something like that. So what, what would have to happen is um, somebody needs to go to the Internet and look at cross member and look at the exhaust um, from the cat back exhaust system catalytic converter backwards to see if the part numbers are the same with a vehicle a, the, the exact vehicle with this, the smaller and the bigger tank but before you do that i am going to give you um I, I do this so rarely my son installs fuel tanks and my dodge truck has a huge fuel tank he took me from 30 to 52 i think and there is a company that makes these plastic tanks that takes advantage of some space. And we've been installing those for the last 10 years. So do you have your pencil handy? I'm ready. 602, I'm sorry, scratch that, 480-598-1234. ask for Alan. Give him your specific um, vehicle information and the question is is I understand that you have bigger fuel tanks to give me more capacity and if that's the case how much do I have to write my check for before I when I, before I leave home yeah okay and Great. he'll handle that for you okay thank you very much Jim it car repair is is not that difficult the diagnosis of some of the components and some of the problems of your car are, are difficult but the most important thing is is that your owner's manual is your default. There's a hundred reasons why everybody wants to deviate from the owner's manual, but every single one of those, in Mark Salem's opinion, is self-serving. We do it when it's self-serving. 
So when we can do it and get you in on a, instead of a 10,000 mile oil change, we're going to lie to you. Like uh, I even wrote it down, Greg said, he called and said, well, my manual says 10,000 miles on my oil change. And, and the guy goes, well, five is, they just want to sell you a new car. He's insinuating, or the person on the phone was insinuating that if you don't change your oil, uh, regularly that your motor is going to fail and my response was that is absolute bull excrement times 10 the newer model cars and I'm going to go all the way back for the next 10 years the newer model cars we're seeing those motors come through they don't even smoke and use oil until they're in the two and three and four hundred thousand mile range let's keep in mind what that means 25,000 miles is around the girth of the earth. That's the equator. I think exactly it's 24,844 miles or something like that. But please let me use 25,000. So every 100,000 miles you've circled the equator four times. When you get up into the the 300,000 mile range, you've circled it 12 times. Let's not lose sight of that. So the, the, here's, here's Mark Salem. If you don't overheat your engine to where it's melted, it melts in from the inside out, and if you don't run it low on oil, if you watch to make sure you never overheat it and never run it low on oil, that motor will last for the rest of your life. And I'll tell you how I know. The only motors we replace have been abused and tormented by somebody behind the wheel. Virtually every motor we replace virtually everyone has been damaged by the driver because they've they've overheated the heck out of it or they've run it low on oil so avoid those two things we have a caller who might be that, that be gil that would be steve steve good morning well good morning and i first before anything i have to thank you for your truck you're talking to an old fat white bearded vietnam vet <laughs> i do have to thank you for that well i i know but but thank you Thank you for noticing, but but as you can well imagine, the guys that I went to high school with that were a year older than I was, those were the guys that were there along with you, and and so I missed it, and I'm I was lucky, but I've always been grateful for for the sacrifices, even the ultimate sacrifices for a couple of my friends. So so thank you. The, the truck is in honor of the veterans in Vietnam, but thank you for for saying that. Thank you. Well, I'm uh, calling you from beautiful downtown Guston, Kentucky. Okay. We uh, listen to you on iHeartRadio. But I have a question. I'm getting ready to transplant my old butt to Winslow, Arizona. And we're going to have about a 3,500-foot difference in elevation. My, I'm not too concerned about my wife's little new Kia. But what about my old favorite standby 91 GMC 1500 pickup truck? Anything in particular I need to look at with that change? No. No, not a 3000 mile di- or 3000 elevation change, no. If you move to Winslow, um I'm south of you 150 miles the, I'm in Payson, Arizona, um, and, and I'm up here. We bring our horses up here during the summer. 
because because it was 41 degrees this morning when I woke up, and the only reason I put clothes on to go feed the horses is because there was people in the forest next to the pasture. <laughs> well, there you go. But no, your your truck will adapt just nice. Your truck has a mixture control solenoid, or if it's got a carburetor, it's got fuel injection. I think it's got fuel injection. It will. It it's got a barrel sensor and a map sensor that tells it what the elevation, and then it looks at a chart and it delivers the fuel and the spark, so you won't have any problem at all. Um, the only problem that you're likely to have in Winslow is finding um, a good repair shop, and I don't have one for you. But when you move to Winslow, and if you want my opinion, my email address is easy. It's mark at marksalem.com, marksalem.com. And I will call a couple of uh, parts vendors, and I will ask them to help me find an, a garage that's been around for a long time, that's honest, doesn't put parts on and then returns them clearly showing the parts department or the parts vendor that he doesn't have any diagnostic skills. Oh, let's try the alternator. That didn't work. Let's try the battery. That didn't work. Let's try the voltage regulator. That didn't work. I'll help you find a shop up on Winslow. I can do repairs that way. I, <laughs> I, I, made, I made a decision when I was about 17. I said, when I get old enough and have enough money, I will never even change the oil again. I do not like mechanical work. <laughs> And, and then I've spent the last 50 years tinkering with my Harleys. And, so. and, and let, me, let me tell you about Harley. You got a minute? Certainly. Okay. I, um, I have testified in all kinds of local jurisdictions and courtrooms and, and in different um, disputes as an oil expert. Now, do you buy Harley oil? Yes. Okay. Um, I'm, I want to make a suggestion to you. The transmission oil is is a synthetic, a very high grade synthetic gear oil. You can cut your price in half if you just get a named brand <laughs> gear oil. Now, the primary chain case oil, that's a specific oil. I'm telling you, I know for a fact that that is a cheap thirty weight. Okay, its only job wow. is to keep your bicycle chain lubed. And as far as the engine is concerned, today they don't really put a weight on the can anymore. It's just the engine oil, but any any 2050 or any synthetic will work just fine in your motor. And if I were, I'd, I'd go with a split viscosity, a multi-viscosity oil, and I'd probably get the widest range I could find with a full synthetic. And, it'll, right. and, I, and I've that, just saved you about 40 or $50 on your oil change. Well, that's good to know because this bike has been uh, around the four corners six times, and it's uh, taken my wife and me. It has a hack, a uh, sidecar for everybody else. Mm -hmm. And uh, it's been to Homer, Alaska from Kentucky three times. And, and there's nothing wrong with your, your, the oil that you're using. It, it's, I'm talking, it's, it's the same quality as what I'm giving you at half the price. That's all I'm saying. Sure. And, and, I, and, oh, I'm, and, not, I'm not faulting you because it, you know, yeah. it gets a rebuild almost religiously at 100,000 miles. Yeah. Well, you'll have fun here because you're going to be, um, of course, I don't know. Are you sure you need to leave Kentucky? I mean, I, my envision that that's being a really great motorcycle riding place you, you recognize that in the summertime you're not going to be rolling up and down high 40 right <laughs> i trust me i look forward to yarnell hill okay 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 i'm with you my, uncle sam put my butt in phoenix at luke air force base for a while okay and uh 
Uh, matter of fact, you even you even probably saw me when you were a child because I was in the Air Force Band at Luke Air Force Base. Okay, okay. And uh, my my Vietnam experience was 15 months of morale tours. Yes. But <laughs> at any rate, uh, I appreciate I appreciate you more than you know, and uh, I, I well we'll just leave it at that. I'll okay. talk to a fence post if it'll hold still. Oh, and 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 but, that's okay. You know what? Your wife says that, and so does mine. And, you know, I give her the same kind of look that she gives me, and I just keep on talking, so it doesn't make any difference. Yeah. Anyway. Did you marry an eighth-grade red-headed science teacher? No, no. I, I, yeah. I married, 47 years ago, I married this lady who um, we have been affectionately named by our friends as one of us is Snow White and one of us is Jack the Ripper, and I'll let your imagination run wild. But here's the deal. If you're going to be impatient, send me an email, and maybe my wife and I will hook up with you guys. If you're going to be on your motorcycle, maybe we'll follow you 100 miles that way or 100 miles that way as you're uh, passing through. Well, I certainly appreciate that. Have a great day, and have a wonderful holiday weekend. Thank you, Steve. Thank you very much. Thank you. 602-508-0960, 602 we have another hour to go, but we have a caller. Gil, who might that be? That would be Troy. Troy? Yes, sir. Yes, sir, go right ahead. Pleasure speaking with you. Appreciate your time. You bet. Uh, a quick question. I'm getting into the diesel trucks. Never had one, never owned one, but I've always you know, looked at the Cummins with Dodge or a Duramax with, with GMC. Do you have any preference of a year or a mo- between the two models? Um, today now. We're talking today. The Ford sure. 6.7 is a great motor. Um, okay. I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm just not a Ford fan for, for a lot of other smaller reasons where you're going to visit me a lot, and I, I don't want to have every time we get to say hi and, and tell dirty jokes that it's because your truck's in. Um, the Chevrolet has the 6.6. It's the only V8. And it's got the best transmission, the Allison. So you can you can't really go wrong with that model. But the next question is, I drive a I drive a Dodge myself, and I bought a twelve because I didn't want the the diesel exhaust fluid. So if you can find a twelve or an eleven with the six seven, then that's what I'd get on the Dodge if you're going to go used. The DEF, I'll explain real quick. The DEF is nothing that's going to cause you anything other than a f- you're going to have to add DEF to the tank. That's it. It's not going to cost you in horsepower. Everybody that talks, yep, 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 they don't understand what, what we're doing with all of that. It's an emission control device. But I just bought a 12, and I've got a 12 Dodge 1-ton dually. It's got the 6.7. It just rolled 130, 130,000 miles. I just put on my second set of tires third set of tires and i've had no problems with it and i love it my son drives a ford or a dodge he also owns a ford and we work on these three diesel trucks every day of our lives except saturday and sunday so we're real familiar with all three of these trucks um the the ford had a history of the five liter (laughs) and and some of some of the other um some of the other motors that on the diesel side, but the six seven is a big success for Ford, and and I'm happy for them. The six liter was a, a terrible motor. Um, I'm happy for the Dodge, but the five nine was a monster. The six seven's a monster, and the old seven three was a monster. So Chrysler has done and Dodge has done a good job with respect to diesel motors. Chevrolet hasn't moved. But they didn't have to move because they got this bulletproof. It wasn't early on, but it is today. This bulletproof 
6.6, and they got the Allison transmission, which I admire. I think without, there's no doubt in my mind, that's the best transmission out there. Now, Ford's automatic and Dodge's automatic is comparable to the Allison. It's just not the premium unit that the Allison is. 602 and Troy, stay there if you have another question.